Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bonnie. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventure. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Clark and I are here in the studio, Philippians chapter two. I think what stands out to me is coming right off Philippians one, Paul is talking about Jesus and how if you have to live a life in a manner that's worthy of the gospel... Okay. You have to keep coming back to Jesus Christ being your motivation. Hmm. So like right away, he, he's talking about like if you've experienced any of these benefits from hmm. who Jesus is and what Jesus has done. Yeah. Like, have you had any encouragement? Have you been united? Have you had any comfort yeah. <laughs> from his love? Any common sharing in the spirit? Hmm. Any tenderness and compassion towards you? Then he's saying, like, make my joy complete. Hmm. By being united with other people, by being one spirit that, and one yeah. mind. But the mm-hmm. motivation to do those things has to be Jesus and what he's already done for us. Yeah. Like that's the starting spot spot for this mm-hmm. year. Hence, if you have a Bible or you're looking on your phone, I'm not sure what the subtitle to chapter two is. But for, my, for me, it says imitating Christ's humility. Right. Yep. So the imitation comes when you first receive from the Lord and love him back based upon what he's already done. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about... Even just you saying that sentence, like, is Christ the motivator for what I'm doing? I think that even is a good spot for me to pause and like, okay, what does motivate me when I'm, you know, serving others, when I'm forgiving, when I, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. Like what, if I actually like strip away and look objectively like, oh, you know, what could that be? Like, what is that for you? What's that? I don't know. Like, I think that, yeah, let's sit there and, cause I think those are actually like really difficult hidden things that maybe we don't want to name. Yeah. And so it's like, like, like what is our motivation for the things we do yeah. essentially? Well, you brought up an alpha like years ago, we used to do this ministry called alpha and, um, there was a gal that she, I, it's funny, the Holy Spirit's reminding me of this right now, but she literally said like, I was able to think right away that, you know, during holiday time, when I'm making these cookies or when I'm making oh, stuff wow. and I'm bringing uh, yeah, them to I people, this. I want them to look at these cookies and like, look at me and think like, wow, like, she's awesome. She's, she's a great got it cook. together. And that's all of us though, to some <laughs> extent. Right. And so her motivation isn't just like, Oh, I love cookies. And, and God just made me in this innate way to love baking. And I just want to bless these other people. Cause I'm not going to eat all 50 cookies. Like, no, no, no. The motivation was literally like, yeah. I want you to view me in a way that like is really oh, puffed up for sure. And that, that's all <laughs> like, of us. Right. No matter totally. What. You got to check your heart anytime we're stepping on the church campus to yeah. speak or lead. It's I'm doing this unto the Lord and for the Lord. Um, but anytime you tell a joke or tell a story or even give a gift or for sure. whatever, that, that's why I like when Jesus is talking about giving. Hmm. He always talks about like, don't let your right hand know what your left hand's doing yeah. or vice versa. Yeah. And I think that's for our pride and for our heart and for our humility. And just your motivation. Your motivation. Like, yeah. yeah uh-huh. It's like, hey, make sure like you're not getting a big head because of this. Um, oh. And again, to check that, we go back to, yeah, you got to go back to the Lord. Yeah. And, and just even reflect and say, thank you. An attitude of gratitude, baby. Exactly. Because that's yep. the thing is what we're going to get to here is like, this is this, this idea of humility and how it's not thinking less of yourself, mm-hmm. but it's thinking of yourself less. Bingo. And so literally that's, you know, Clark, you, you've probably heard Pastor Clark say that before. And it's Pastor Clark. But I stole it from somebody else. I didn't create that. Yeah. 
don't know who I took it from, but somebody else. Well, because then you can swing to the other side of the spectrum. It's like, oh, I'm not, I don't help anybody. Nobody wants to eat my cookies. And it's like, okay, well, we don't want to, we don't want to go to that side either. That's not humility. And on a more serious note. What? Humility is not getting walked on, trampled on, taken advantage of, harmed, used. So mm-hmm. there, there's like a fine line there. So I like the definition we use, which is is <laughs> yeah. is not thinking less of yourself, but just thinking of yourself less. Yeah. Because when you read this, that's exactly what Paul's getting at as he writes Philippians and really points us to the example of Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. So verses three and four, mm-hmm. it says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Mm-hmm. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interest, mm-hmm. but each of you to the interests of others. Yeah. So it's putting other people ahead of yourselves. It's hoping they succeed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's helping them win. It's right. helping them thrive. It's allowing them to have the final word. It, I'm mm-hmm. trying to think through like tangible examples of walking in humility where yeah. I just want to, let me get the last word. Let me share my heart one more time. Let me, yeah. it's like, no, I'm, I'm going to be quiet and <laughs> said my piece. You know, us Christians, we're them. really good at that too. And making it sound like, let me like, well, you know, I hear what you're saying. But let me just clarify what yeah. I'm saying. And it's like, okay, well. Mm. <laughs> yeah, let me get the last word in there. Well, how this is playing out in our home is really funny. Because we have, so we have a seven-year-old, five-year-old, three-year-old, almost two-year-old. Yeah. And so one of the things we're realizing is just just the physical difference. Like our older kids, like they can, you know, they're first. They're faster. They, they're they're faster. stronger. Yes. Yeah. They, that's, that's just a, a natural thing that's happening. Yeah. And so then what we're asking our older kids to do is... Is can you, like Clark said, like helping others succeed or, or just viewing them with a kingdom lens? Like, hey, you love your little sisters. So can we help them get through the door first? Mm-hmm. And will you guys just wait patiently? And then you can be number three and four through the door. This is a simple task, you guys, but it is it's not hard. easy. Yeah, it's hard for <laughs> their little hearts and minds, but also for us yeah. too. But what's interesting is Paul just grounds us again back in Jesus. Yeah. So that's why we don't. Um, think so highly of ourselves or so great of ourselves, we put others ahead of ourselves because if you keep going, verses five through, you know, really 11, Mm -hmm. I'll read five and six. This Mm -hmm. is what it says about Jesus. In your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. He had every right in the world to do what he wanted. Mm Mm-hmm. When he wanted, as he wanted, how he wanted. Mm-hmm. And he was constantly meeting people where they're at. It's his mercy and it's his grace saying, I'm going to meet the woman at the well. I'm going to meet Simon or Peter. Where yeah. he's at. I'm going to call Levi or Matthew out of the tax collector's booth. Yep. And he does the same for you and me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such a gift. It's such a gift. Um, I guess from that, you look, jump down to verse 10. Yeah, let's do it. And, and it's in Jesus serving and in his humility He's exalted. Yeah. Which it seems backwards. So he dies after he's resurrected. It's that at the name of Jesus now, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth hmm. and under the earth. Yeah. That's, that is powerful because Christ has won, but in his suffering comes exaltation. Mm-hmm. And that theme is all throughout the Bible. Yeah. You want to be first? Make yourself last. You want to have more? Give more. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sure there's tons of other examples that just aren't coming to my mind right now. But this is another one. Like you want to really live, pick up yourself, pick up your cross, Cross, deny yourself, Mm -hmm. follow me. So a lot of it's just backwards, but that's what Jesus did. And when you get glimpses and tastes of it, you know, this is worth it. This is real living. Mm. So, 
Yeah, well, you brought up the point earlier too that like the one of the most amazing things about Jesus and his like humility and his service um, unto us essentially and unto earth was that he knew he knew who he was mm-hmm. and he knew and so I think that's a huge part of entering in because sometimes like our motivation will even get skewed when we're like when we're saying like oh if you want to be first be last like okay I want to be first I want to be first so how can I where can I serve what can I do and and really that's not what the passage is saying. The passage, it, it is that in that, like, that's how it plays out when we see it with our physical eyes. Yeah. But how it plays out in your heart yes, is, is, again, like what you're saying. And like, well, because I acknowledge and receive and understand what Jesus Christ did in coming to earth, serving like he did, dying, resurrect, because I understand and receive that now... I just yearn and desire and earnestly want to live mm-hmm. unto Christ, like Christ. Yeah. What? You're alluding to it, but you, it comes down to your identity. Yeah. Which is what you're saying so well. Is when you understand that, you're freed up. Yes. It is total freedom. It's not, not a competition. It's, it's not, not a competition. Yeah. There's no comparison <laughs> right. at all. You don't need to worry about what other people think, which we all are plagued by that at times. Totally. And when you reflect on that, and he's your motivator, like you said... Totally. Well, because think about this, like, you know, we know how like the media and just like other realms of society work where there's like photo ops. So like, oh, I'm going to go serve, you know, in this soup kitchen, but I'm going to make sure I bring my media team with me and they well, get a good like, shot of me. Give the governor, the politician, the broom and go sweep the gutter for five seconds while I take a picture of you. Exactly. He's so we know that. that. And yeah, the same yeah. thing with social media, just on <laughs> different levels. For sure. But Jesus is doing this like, you know. There's no camera crew. There's yeah. no, it's just it's him loving and serving. And the same thing is true for us in your families, mm-hmm. with your spouse, with your roommate, in your workplace. You know, the Lord sees. And yeah, and the way we conduct ourselves mm-hmm. is important. Yeah. Because it, it points it, all the attention back to the Lord. Right. Yeah. Do you want to read, read verses 14 and 15? I think he had mentioned that earlier, but like, this is how we're supposed to conduct ourselves while we... I don't remember. Always serve. Did I? Do everything without complaining. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I read this in the message version also, and it's helpful to understand there. I'll read it. This is the NIV. Do everything without complaining or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe. Um, I think that one of the points here that I was just kind of I think in the message version, if I'm remembering correctly, you guys can look on your own time. It says, go into a corrupt world like a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. And I just think right now we need a lot of fresh air. And there's so many opportunities. Yeah. You know, it looks like a lot of different things. I'm not saying like, oh, you know, do this. Or if you're introverted or extroverted, be you. That's what this is saying. Be you unto mm-hmm. Christ and just go out and and you're going to you're going to shine like a star. literally you're going to be a breath of fresh air just living this out i think was- yeah and you i appreciate what you also said about christianity separating itself from all the other groups of people in the world Yeah. Well, that's like when you look back at these passages. So that's one thing. If I were, when I did my Bible reading, I just sat down at the dinner table, like, okay, Lord, what's something I learned about you in these passages, which Clark and I do all the time is just like, whoa, you really see the heart of God for his people because throughout the entire Bible, 
throughout the entire Bible, there's this story of God wanting to be with his people from the garden and God walking with Adam and Eve till the pillar of smoke and the fire, the tabernacle, the tent, then God speaking through um, prophets, priests and kings all through the Old Testament. And then there's this culmination of, of his revelation in the coming of Jesus. And he comes as like literally Philippians tells us he is a deity. He comes down to dirt. He mm-hmm. comes down to a manger. He comes yeah. down in flesh to walk with us fully human. Then he dies this terrible death after, after living a perfectly sinful life. And Philippians is just causing us to really sit and remember, this is our God. This is Yahweh. This is Jehovah Jireh. This is King Jesus. And like, wow, if you don't want to be a part of that, like, let's read it again, because yeah. I think you do. <laughs> and then if you don't, read it another time. He, <laughs> yeah. Oh, just, he humbled himself. And yeah. so, you know, the call is like Paul to do that. The call is to do that. But the understanding and the motivation of it is to is is Jesus mm-hmm. is to understand what he's already done. And so I think that was just a huge just reminder. I know this is kind of a big passage Philippians 2. You probably heard it before yeah. and maybe you haven't. Um but that's this is who God is and this is what he's come to do and like Clark said and, and he's exalted now. And mm-hmm. so uh we just praise God for that. Yeah. So thank you for hopping on the podcast and reading Philippians 2 yeah. and uh first week of Advent. Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.